Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like the podcast Little Things with Amber L.B. Swenson. If you don't know Amber, she is smart, she's witty, she's insightful, she's honest, she's blunt, she's comforting, she's amazing. You're going to love her. So just search for Little Things wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. Jesus teaches us to pray in the Lord's Prayer that we get to refer to God as our Heavenly Father and we get to ask Him for gifts, spiritual and physical. And one of the first things that He says we get to pray for is for God's kingdom to come. Now, when you hear the word kingdom, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Do you think of castles and kings and queens sitting on their thrones? Do you think of massive armies and and these rooms full of gold and silver and golden goblets and, and fame and honor? Well, that's what the disciples, Jesus' disciples, thought of when they heard him preaching about the kingdom of God. They assumed that one day Jesus was going to overturn the Roman government and he would take his, his spot on the throne and then they would surround him as his governors and senators and they would be able to call the shots. No one else would tell them what they could do anymore. But they were wrong. They misunderstood Jesus when he preached about his kingdom and, and they were, he wasn't talking about a, an earthly kingdom. And we find out in the book of John where Jesus is being interrogated that the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, asked him, are you a king? And this was Jesus' response here. It says in John chapter 18, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. So Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. It's from another place. In Luke chapter 17, he's talking with the Pharisees and he's talking to them and and he tells them that the kingdom of God will not come with observable signs. You can't say, oh, look, it's over there or look, it's, it's right here among us. But then Jesus says, but it is among us right now. So the big question is, when we say your kingdom come, what, what are we actually asking Jesus? If it's already among us, <laughs> yet we can't see it. What, what are we asking for? And I, I want to take you to one other book of the Bible, Mark chapter 1. And it says this, after John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time he come he has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. So the John he's referring to is John the Baptist. And John had been going around preaching the kingdom of God and it got him persecuted. It got him thrown into prison. Ultimately, it got him killed. But what was it that kept Jesus going? Why didn't he stop in the midst of of all this suffering that was going on and and all the persecution that he was receiving? It's because Jesus was and is the king over God's kingdom. He could proclaim the kingdom of God is near because Jesus was there right amongst them. And the people didn't recognize that because Jesus didn't walk around wearing this flowing robe. He wasn't surrounded by this entourage of security guards at night after preaching. He didn't go back to the palace to rest. In fact, most people, when they saw Jesus and thought about him, they just thought about him as this this son of the poor carpenter. And what that makes us realize is that Jesus' kingdom is, is different than any kingdom we've ever thought about before. It it doesn't come with all the trappings that we've imagined because God's kingdom is an invisible kingdom. God's kingdom is is the spiritual kingdom that is already among us, that it starts off small, but it has the potential to grow and and change the lives of people and, and the trajectory of where they spend eternity. 
And God invites every single one of us to be a part of that kingdom. Now, maybe you've thought about that before, and maybe you thought to yourself, well, there's no way God would let me be a part of his kingdom. And I, I want you to understand something, is that you don't have to be religious enough or, or to be a Bible scholar. You don't have to come from the right kind of family with lots of money. You don't have to be super intelligent or super strong. You don't have to dress a certain way or speak a certain way, and, and you absolutely do not have to be perfect in order to be part of God's kingdom. Remember what Jesus said. He said, repent and believe the good news. King Jesus said, this is how you are, are part of his kingdom, is by repenting. And another way of saying that is surrender. Surrender your life over to him. And, and the way you do that is you recognize you are not in control of your life. You are not the king of your life. Jesus is. Recognize that you are not perfect. You are imperfect. Recognize that you are weak and you need his help. Surrender. And when you do that, believe the good news. Believe that Jesus is perfect in your place. Believe that he is the king that sits on the throne of your heart. And believe that he can take your weaknesses and transform them into power and strength. Repent and believe. And then you are part of the kingdom. And then what do you do? You get to go and share that message with other people. And what do they do? They share that message with other people. And what do they do? They go and share that message with other people. God's kingdom comes one person at a time. So let me summarize it this way. When you pray in the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come, you're asking God to help you self-reflect and look at your own life and repent and surrender the areas of your life that, all of it. And when you repent, you can be absolutely confident that the good news is for you, that Jesus Christ came to wash away your sins, to remove them as far as the East is from the West. And then you get to share that with other people. So when you say, when you pray, your kingdom come, you repent, believe, and you share. Repent, believe, and share. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, right now, we ask that your kingdom would come into our own personal lives, that you would help us to identify areas where we are falling short, and we repent of those areas, Lord. And we also believe the good news that Jesus has washed those sins as far as the East is from the West. And God, right now, we intentionally pray that you would put people in our lives that are not necessarily part of your kingdom quite yet, that we would share this message with them. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.